Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Black and Abdallah, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. City of Chicago, Black and Abdal on until eight o'clock tonight. Take your phone calls at 312-332-3776. All calls welcome. Friday night calls with Black and Abdal here on a Friday night. Abdal, there is uh, some interesting news in regards to the, to the Chicago Bears. Uh, Crane's Business Chicago earlier today had an article that was posted about the Bears search for their new stadium. Um, some of the things that take from this article that I think are pretty interesting is essentially it's pointing to uh, the team has quietly but surely made building a new home in the central area of Chicago its focus. Now, now we know that the Arlington Heights project has been there, and I feel like most Bears fans, when the Arlington Heights property was purchased, were pretty excited, pretty happy yeah. that the Bears are going to move off of the lakefront, go into the suburbs, and really have a lot of space to build a you know, pro shop, hall of fame, museum, shopping, uh, restaurant district, and, and kind of create a stadium in a plot of land where there's some, some access from a highway, from the metro, and to have more space. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people were really excited about this opportunity. Uh, the story that's in Cranes tonight is suggesting that the Bears' uh, attack on this has totally flipped. And now the, the goal is to build a stadium on the lakefront in the parking lot south of Soldier Field. I, I know that that's where it's kind of been pointing to the last couple of months is yeah. that we continue to get more information and that once Kevin Warren uh, entered the conversation with the franchise, it seems like the sole focus is only on building something right there next to Soldier Field, right on the lakefront. Yeah, I mean, that's the way it's going. I think that the reason people were excited about Arlington is because the train lets you off right there. There's highways in and out. There's more than one entrance point. Like, that doesn't solve... Having it on the lakefront might be cool. And, like, for those of us that live in Chicago that go to games it still can be can be cool and like you're the chicago bears and you've got you know it's going to be it's going to have a dome on it it's going to be enclosed so you're not going to get unless it's completely glass and you can see outside of it uh you're not going to get the skyline views from the stadium like you do now um and so i don't know if this necessarily solves any of those issues as far as like game day congestion and the look of it and how that how that is but to me, this is more just you're saving money on the $100 million in taxes, which totally makes sense. Like, if it's from a business point of view, it makes complete sense that they would do that. So a couple of the items from the uh, column in Crane Chicago tonight. Uh, though this game is far from over, multiple sources in government and close to the team tell me building a central area is not just a lever to extort better tax terms from Arlington Heights. But the real goal is to be in the city of Chicago. There's also uh, a line here that says, if I read the tea leaves right, Soldier Field would largely be converted to public parks and athletic fields 
a step that could ease legal difficulties over building on the lakefront because obviously right the part the people of the parks the friends of the park the friends of the park are not going to allow a new stadium just to be built in spots where there is green uh land already even though they're saying parking lot there's a lot of paths there's a lot of different places Mm -hmm. in the lakefront right on that area so would that mean they would take a part soldier field and turn it into some form of like an outdoor park that people could use that's what it sounds like that's wild i mean why would you have why would you need a stadium right next to a stadium well the bears don't own soldier field i know so like the city would still want their stadium right for what the Chicago Fire play there. They have concerts there. Taylor Swift was there this they're summer. All, they're all going to go to. The, they're all going to play the new stadium. Why would they play Soldier Field? But wouldn't that go into the pocket of the Chicago Bears, not the pocket of the city? Yeah, it will. Who cares? Well, the city cares because they want the money from S- those concerts. Sucks to be them. Well, I'm just saying. So why would you demolish a stadium when if you you're Taylor could have Swift revenue from okay, it? If you're Taylor Swift and you're coming into town, or if you're uh, who else is playing Soldier Field a bunch? Beyonce. Uh, if you're Beyonce. If you're Metallica, if you're whoever, why would you play at a smaller stadium when you could play at a bigger stadium? That's not the question I'm asking. But why? I'm not I, arguing with you on that. So why? But why do you need a stadium? You don't need it. Demolish it, it. Make it a park. It generates revenue. That's why. But if there's a stadium right next to it, everyone is going to choose to play there. As soon as the Chicago Fire's contract is up with Soldier Field, if they have one, they're going to move into the other stadium. It's it's fascinating. Like, would the city of Chicago just demolish Soldier Field as it is right now to turn it into parks and just give up that revenue? I think that's totally unlikely, unless this is a deal where the city and the Bears are going in on another new stadium where the Bears don't actually own their own stadium. At that point, what is all this I don't taking think, place? The well, Bears are also, only going to do this if they're owning their own stadium. Also, can't the city get revenue? Can the city get revenue from? What the White Sox build? Maybe because there, there you go. You could have concerts there if they move to the seventy-eight to the property on the seventy-eight. Well, you, you understand what I'm pointing I out? I know what to you're you. saying. The Bears building their own stadium. I get that has nothing to do with the city throwing events at Soldier Field as it's currently. I understand that, but if I'm Metallica and if I'm Taylor Swift and I'm choosing to play a stadium in Chicago, why would I play the smaller one? I'm just going to go play the bigger one. It technically would open up more dates. Well, you could play play both then. I don't care. No, I'm saying I'm saying like you could have one in one one event at well, one place and another event at the other place. Well, the Bears aren't using. I don't think they have the logistical parking structure to handle that. Well, the Bears aren't going to be using the stadium in the summer when all those tours usually happen. Like, what does it mean for Soldier Field if they build a stadium in the South Lot? Where would people park to attend the older stadium? I'm sure that part of the plan would be to make a park, some form of parking structure, and also turn it into parks. Oh like you're God. not going to make that. Could you whole... imagine if Soldier Field, as it is now, they just turn into a parking structure? Yeah. Yeah. The entire thing is I'm next just, to, I'm just next levels to the, of parking. Yeah, I'm next to the first column. <laughs> could you imagine that? I'm on the third level next to next to the first column. That's how I remember it. So I, I think the question the Bears fans is: I think people were pretty amped for the the stadium to be out in the suburbs. Are you just as excited if they're going to build it essentially in the same location that they currently play in, but it will be domed? It theoretically will have all the nice amenities that a newer stadium would have to come with it. 
I don't know. I don't think it's that appealing. I understand it's likely to happen. I thought the appeal would be like you get your own space. Like this idea that they're going to have to build it on this small little plot of land in between McCormick Place and the current structure of Soldier Field, which may or may not be turned into parks. That to me seems like it's just going to be a bunch of logistical nightmares and challenges. I don't care as long as it's inside. I don't care. That's not my problem. The logistical stuff, all that, not my problem. It's not my problem. They'll go play somewhere else for while they're or if they're building it. They might not even need to play somewhere else. They'll just play at Soldier Field while they're building the other one. And traffic down there will suck for like five, six years. It oh, already does. It, it, it will always suck. Yeah. There, there is no solving that problem. They're not adding another highway down there. They're not no. adding more lanes. They're no. not adding uh, like public transportation. I, I was telling you that when I lived in the South Loop, there was once an idea to extend the CTA and the, the red line mm-hmm. and have an arm that goes down Roosevelt to Lakeshore that cuts down to 18th Street that would then connect to the loop. Like that, where, where are those plans? Have you heard anything about that? Or adding the extra no. uh, station that crosses over Lakeshore Drive there right in the parking lot? Nope. No, that stuff's happened. Uh, the article also says part of the reason for the cost of developing the 326-acre uh, Arlington site, along with the price of everything else, it's skyrocketed. And that's why the Bears have shifted their focus on the lakefront and not looking at the Arlington Park property uh, that they purchased uh, for $197 million a couple of years ago. Uh, so that, that's, I don't know. I, as a Bears fan, the news of buying a new piece of property for that beautiful stadium that we hope they get at some point, that was thrilling. It was exciting as a Bears fan. Mm-hmm. Telling me that you're going to get the new stadium, but it's going to be in the same exact location as the old stadium. I don't know if that has the same uh, sizzle. It's fine with me. I guess. It's here. It's still going to be annoying to get in and out of there. Of course it is. So is driving an hour to Arlington and back. No, I mean, I think driving to the suburbs and back is not as as obnoxious as sitting in gridlock traffic. I mean, it's the same because, amount. Like, the the, the same. problem is where you're at on that piece of the lakefront, you can own, there's only limited options on where you can go. Mm-hmm. You either get pushed south or you get pushed north. And that's it. Yeah. And then you can like try and navigate through the loop, and that's always hectic. That's always tough to get through. Mm-hmm. You know, the best idea is like taking public transportation, and and for most of that, that's walking. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of walking. Listen for the for the amount of years that I've been privileged enough to be invited to go to the games with you. I just that's part of going to the game. Part of going to the game is knowing that when you leave. It's going to take you about an hour, 45 minutes to an hour to get home. Whether I, whether I walk to the train and take the brown line home or whether uh, we, we drive and sit in traffic until we're able to leave or we wait in the parking lot until it thins out and then leave. It's just part of the day. Like that's just that's ingrained. So telling me I either have to drive an hour back from Arlington or just doing the same thing in the south lot. It's fine with me because that's part of going to the game. And it's interesting that in the last couple of weeks, Jerry Reinsdorf and the White Sox have sniffed around the 78. Mm -hmm. Because the 78 was rumored to be a location that the Bears may be interested in. And that actually has some more um, available options to get in and out of based on the different 
road structure around that plot of land in the South Loop. And it's just interesting. Well, that seems like it's going to happen because I already talked does. to like lawmakers. They're already talking That's to I'm politicians and stuff. That's what I'm saying is like they jumped in and they, they scooped the bears on that piece of land, which could have been uh, perfect. Like, here's what I keep thinking. You mentioned the amount of time it gets to get in and out and, and it adds to the game. You go to the United Center. If you live in the city, you can get home in a reasonable amount of time in yeah. and out of the United Center. Mm-hmm. If you live in the suburbs, you can get to a highway in a reasonable amount of time to get to your suburb when you go to the United Center. And you can go any direction. It's not just one way in, one way out, and that's it. Like yeah. I think that's the thing that makes the United Center so much fun to get in and out of is that you have the ability to go in any direction. You know, you're not uh, all cattled towards... Purdy towards one unless spot. They, but unless they do that at the 78, you're not you're not getting that in Chicago. Well, but in the 78, that theoretically could be a possibility. That's what I'm saying. You're not, unless they do it at the 78, which it sounds like the White Sox are taking, you don't really have that option. Now, the option, the other option could be if the White Sox move, why can't you use the property that the White Sox stadium's on? That has the red line, that has all the streets, that has the highway that's right there. It, you, you said it's easy to get to the United Center. It's very yeah. easy to get to White Sox games. I enjoy getting to their ballpark. I enjoy getting home quickly after going to White Sox games. Why couldn't you just I flip have that? no complaints over that. Why couldn't you take that property? Listen, I live off of Belmont. I would prefer to go to a Sox game than going all the way into Wrigleyville. Why could, so like, why it, couldn't you use that? It's that easy to, to do so. So just use that. <sighs> What's wrong with that? Jeffrey and Wadsworth, you're on ESPN <laughs> 1000. What's up, Jeffrey? Hey guys, thanks for taking my phone call. No problem, man. This is, yeah, this is something that you guys were just talking about about the uh, property over on Roosevelt, uh, yeah. uh, the seventy nine. I was just wondering yeah. if the Bears had interest in that, and I want to know. I know it's an outlandish question, but has anyone thought about combining the two stadiums so that the Bears and the White Sox are able to share the revenue, or is that not possible? Yeah, I don't think that that's going to work for no. those two teams. Um, you know, Jerry Reinsdorf already shares the United Center uh, with the Blackhawks. Uh, so I think, you know, you can share and do that stuff. I, I think with a football stadium and a baseball stadium, you need work. a lot of land. And I don't think you're not building. This isn't the late 80s, early 90s, or you're building one stadium for football and baseball. And then you're no. playing in uh, in September and October. You've got the diamond out there no. in the middle of the, the football the field. No. Yeah. Remember those games in uh, Oakland back in the day? Yeah. And sometimes in Miami, they would they would have the, the infield out there. James in New Lenox, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, James? Hey, guys. I just uh, wanted to say I, I've been listening for most of the day, but... When uh, you guys broke the news when Adam did of uh, Carl Weathers passing, and he dropped the you know the oh oh, oh my god wow, oh, my or, god. oh my god yeah like I agree with you man I'm 43 uh, you know the only thing I ever remember him being the lead in was Action Jackson which I like sure. that movie but yeah I don't think there's a guy who's really done more with less you know he really hasn't had that many roles but the ones he had he knocked out of the park. And, you know, for as imposing of a figure as he was, like, he's like a big dude, you know, besides when he's angry and like Rocky, yeah. you really don't, he just seems like a jovial guy, like a mm-hmm. good dude that 
you would be able to, you know, approach and he wouldn't be like, get away from me. Like most of the guys who are that big usually got some form of chip on their shoulder where they got a little bit of an attitude. He didn't seem like he had any of that. I mean, obviously didn't know him personally, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree with you. Uh, there's other celebrities, obviously, that passed. And, I mean, I don't try to idolize any of those people. But, you know, like your Bob Saget's and your Heath Ledger's. I, mm-hmm. I really can kind of compare it to, like, when I heard Chad, Chadwick Boseman died. Because that was kind of, like, out of nowhere. And nobody knew what he was dealing with for so long. Sure. So that one kind of hit, like, a, oh, what the heck? Like, that's crazy. Right. Um, so, yeah, I just want to say I agreed with well, you. And, uh, you know, everybody should just appreciate the the day and hope they wake up the next day and try to do good. Absolutely. So hang up and listen, guys. Thanks, Take James. Care. Thanks for the call. Now, if you weren't with us earlier today, uh, Carl Weathers passed. Uh, he's 76. And in, in the producer studio during the show, Carmen and Yurko, yeah. Adal and I are in the producer studio. And it's quiet. We're listening to the radio show. We're listening to Carmen and Yurko. I think they were talking football at the time. And Abdallah goes, oh, my God. Just like that. Just like that. Oh, oh my, my God. Oh, my God. Like, with urgency. It was like, like oh there God. was something really wrong. Yeah. And he goes, Carl Weathers passed. And I went, you, you, I don't, he's 76. Okay. I, I just didn't think that it was, oh, my God, worthy. Okay. Like, now, it's very sad. He's now, an incredible actor. And what Jim said is totally right. Every role he was in, he was awesome. And I, I appreciate Everything that he he was as an actor, I thought he was really good. I all his movies. I feel like seventy six is still just seventy six is like no. I don't know. That's oh my god, seventy six, but also currently in a show. Okay, okay, and also just put out a commercial like a week ago for the Super Bowl. The dude was working like a week ago. Okay, no, I know, but this is what Gene Hackman, who we just celebrated, uh, you know, coming out of his mom, uh, his birthday. Oh, come on, (laughs) that's what Yurko said. He said something else too. (laughs) If you were also listening to Carmen and Yurko, now ninety four, you're like, okay, worth it. Now, okay, so let me let me ask you this. Yeah. God forbid this actor, Gene Hackman. No, I just don't, I just don't want. To, you don't want to put I'm him not, into the universe like that. I'm just saying. I recently was watching his latest film. Okay, a bit of a CGI deal where they're making him look young. Oh, Robert De Niro. But Harrison Ford is Harrison 81. Ford. Okay. Is Harrison Ford. Oh my God, worthy? Yeah. At 81. Yeah. Harrison Ford. Oh my God. Indiana freaking Jones. I'm not. The critique is not based on what he accomplished okay. as an actor. How about this? Let's take it back. Like three minutes before I oh my godded that Carl Weathers had died, you, you, Chris Black went, oh wow. And I went, what? And you go, oh wow. And I go, what, Lassie? Somebody fall in the well? And you go, no. Oh wow. Sam Watterson is leaving Law and Order. After 20 years. 20 seasons. 20 seasons. What is wrong with you? It's a big deal. He is law and order. Oh, wow. Yeah. Chicago's home for sports. Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. I'd like you to meet someone who's really special. It's Black and Abdallah. A real inspiration. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. Abdallah, do you have any zoo news? 
Oh, what's up, Zoo News, Chris? Oh, all right. Well, hello, Mr. Lion. Here's the latest edition of the Zoo News. Oh, what do you have over there? Zoo workers pursue a person in a bear costume oh. for escape drill. Visitors to the Japanese zoo were treated to an unusual spectacle as a person in a bear costume led zoo workers on a chase through the park to simulate a real animal escape. The zoological park in Hiroshima held an animal escape drill Sunday involving a zoo employee in a bear costume running loose through the zoo while workers pursued the imitation Bruin and worked to protect visitors as if a real bear had escaped. The scenario concocted for the escape drill involved a bear that escaped from its enclosure when an earthquake caused a tree to fall and give a male bear a way to climb out of its enclosure. This is not something that is done all the time. Not just all the time. They do this every year. They, they simulate a different scenario every single year. Video of the drill shows staff using barricades to corner the man in the bear costume before simulating the process of using tranquilizer darts to subdue the animal and return it to its enclosure. So, like, and it's also not, like, a good bear costume. <laughs> Watch the video. It's not a good bear costume. Like, it's it's a very, like fake bear costume like it's almost like a furry bear costume you know what i mean like it looks like a cartoon bear and this bear's running around like oh no and then someone walks up to him and goes pew pew because <laughs> we know chris yeah we report the news on the zoo but the animals they don't like being in the zoo yeah they won't be let out <laughs> let us out let us out let us out let us out the zoo is overloaded With a bunch of guys surround surround the bear and point like they point there there's nothing in them but they point the tranquilizer gun them and pew pew and that's it and then the thing's over couldn't you run your little song and dance without the guy in the bear costume no you can't no. you go through uh, the exercise nope. and how say, are you gonna know how what are you, you gonna mean? know what does it matter it's a guy in a costume what do you mean how are you gonna know just say, here's our plan in case this happens. Let's run through it. How are you going to know? But instead, you have to. They you, put a guy in a costume and go, run wild, sir. You have to see the size and the girth of the bear that you're tracking down so you know. And the best part is the bear. Where is this at? In Hiroshima. The best part is the bear isn't like running like a bear on all fours. It's just running like a human. Like a person. Just running like a human. It's almost as if some like some guy snuck into the zoo in a bear costume <laughs> and then they just had to chase this person around. All right. Well that yeah, okay. That's, That's what is new at the zoo. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago Before we get app. back to the calls real quick, this yep. wasn't on your, uh, your list of things to do, but oh, I will say this, that it is Friday before the Super Bowl. Yeah. And you know what that means. What does that mean? That means, Chris, that next week. Can't wait. Starting on Monday. Do you secure a, a budget for this? It is super week. All right. Yeah. I've already started scouting places for soup. Okay. I've already scouted various restaurants, various lists of best soups in the city. I've asked Danny Zetterman. Now, last year, I got 40 bucks for five days worth of soup. 20 I spent $43. How can you spend $43 on five soups? Do you want to know? 
I you have, you have your list. I still have the list from last on year. What you purchased from I last year. I got the year? Petarino's tomato bisque. It cost six dollars and fifty eight cents. I got the uh, Catch thirty five shrimp bisque. It cost seven dollars and seventy six cents. I got the Zoco tortilla soup. That was the most expensive one. Fourteen dollars and fifty two cents. But that Ooh. was a meal. That was like that was a hefty soup. Hardy pot bellies pot pie, uh, pot pie soup for four dollars and ninety one cents. And then finally Sunny Bowls, which is located in Merchandise Mart, the Caribbean jerk chicken soup, nine dollars and forty nine cents. That is how I spent $43.26. So I went to Danny and said, Danny, I spent $43.26 last year. How'd that go today? And of course, I went out on, I, I overstepped my bounds and I said, Danny, could we get 50 bucks? Oh, Can I get 10 bucks a day? Could I get $10 a day? And he said, let me take the weekend. Let me consult with the higher-ups. I'll get back to you on Monday. So on Monday, we will find out the soup budget and then I will be procuring soups from around our fine city here. Uh, I'm not. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at how stupid our show is. Oh, it's, the it's other the dumbest shows, show in the world. The other shows are positioning for trips overseas. I just want fifty bucks for soup. The other shows are positioning <laughs> for trips to cover NFL events. All we're trying to get is fifty dollars for some fi- soup. I don't need to go anywhere. I don't need to go to the combine. I don't need to go to the draft. I don't need to go to England. I would love to go to England. If the Carmen and Yurko crew is going to England, we are part of the Carmen and Yurko crew. I would love to go to England. I just want 50 bucks for soup, man. I, I just love it. We've asked him for soup money. Every show is going to the combine. We've asked him for All bo- we're asking for is soup. We've asked him for boxer money. By the way, I'm wearing my Brady's today. I'm not wearing them today, but I do wear them often. So they're it's not like it was a wasted uh, purchase. It, I, they I wear are them very all the time whenever they're clean. So I'm saying... 50 bucks for soup, one director of content, Danny Zetterman. Hopefully he can help us out. He's getting calls and people knocking on his desk all day long. This show wants to go here. This show wants to go to this country. This show wants to go to this event. This show wants to go over there. All we're asking for is... I just is want 50 bucks for soup. Some soup money. It's not his, it's the company's money. I guess it's our money, but like, <laughs> it's just, it's 50 bucks for soup. We're so stupid. <laughs> This is Chicago's Home for Sports on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. Follow the show on Twitter at Chris Black and at Adam A. Abdallah. Welcome on a Friday night with Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Paul in Elmwood Park, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Paul. Hey, guys. So I just wanted to ask you, usually I call with some uh, football stuff, but today I'm just going to call a little bit off topic with some of the soup news you guys are talking about. I wanted to know if you guys have ever tried pickle soup. I've never tried pickle soup. I love pickles. I'm pickle a pro- soup. I'm a proponent of the peanut butter and pickle sandwich, as many know. If you don't know, now you know. Try it. Trust me. Um, I would love to try pickle soup. Yeah, so I grew up in a Polish household. Uh, grandma made plenty of soups growing up. Sure. A lot of different soups. And, uh, yeah, that was definitely by far my favorite one. So I would highly recommend it. Okay. I'm sure you can find it. You know, I don't know if there's any restaurants that have it ready to go, but, like, the Polish grocery store by my house. Yeah. Definitely sells them. You know, you just have to heat it up and whatnot. But I would highly recommend trying some pickle soup. Okay. 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 Thanks, Paul. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. You know, sometimes I will just 
crave pickles, so mm-hmm. I'll just make a sandwich. Just so I can have a vehicle just to so have could, some pickles. Just so you could uh, eat just a pickle? To, just you to could have just some eat pickles. the pickles? No, like I, I like the pickle on a sandwich. So I like assembling the sandwich. Okay. You still never tried my peanut butter and pickle sandwich, have you? No. You should, man. I'm telling you. If you people. made it. I, I mean, it, yeah, I would If I it. made the gang the, peanut butter and pickle sandwiches, yeah. then you would eat them? Absolutely. I, I have gang. nothing... I have nothing. Kevin's out. Kevin, you eat Sean, the weirdest. You, you eat the weirdest stuff in the world. Yeah, Kevin what is wrong weird with stuff. You, I'm you have to like, at least try it. I'm eating ten hour old pizza right you now. You have to That's at true. least try it. You can't. You're not the guy. I feel like that would try anything. But how do I eat the weirdest stuff? Because Indian nuts. <laughs> yes, you brought in nuts one day from India. <laughs> yes. And you were offering them to the staff. I was being a good said, teammate. Would you like some nuts? And As I'm per you usual. A, and I'm offering you a sandwich. Pickle and peanut butter? Uh, trust me. It sounds like a war crime. Trust me. I don't have anything trust against me. that combination. If trust you, I'll, me. I'll try it. I have no Sean? problem with that. Sean, you in? You guys are going to hate me for this? I hate pickles. That's fine. No, if, you don't sorry, like pi- if you don't like Listen, pickles, that's, the that's, thing, though. that's on if you, If you man. don't like pickles, I'm not going to force you to try the sandwich because you already don't like an ingredient. Nah, but this combination, though, okay, is a you little might bit, try it. Okay. Maybe. See, he doesn't even like pickles and he's going to try it, Kevin. Bad teammate. And also, shout out to Peace. They, they brought in so much pizza that Kevin... Uh, seven hours later, is still munching still on pizza. the pizza. It, it was delicious earlier. When it was hot, Kevin, it was great. Hey, it's, it's still hitting. See, it's really good now, and that's fantastic. Jimmy in Hanover Park here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jimmy? This is crazy, man. Paul just called about the pickle soup, and that's what I was calling about. Oh, um, really? First off, yeah, first off, this is uh, exactly the kind of crap content uh, that this show uh displays that i love so much it's great I love we specialize it. in crap much. content that's our that's our motto the best crap content money yeah. can't buy yeah Luke, exactly. lukewarm takes but, but uh, crap content they definitely have that right on but uh the pickle soup is fantastic also my wife is from poland so yes they have this pickle soup most of my friends and relatives like <clears throat> they'll turn their nose up to it Hmm. Until they try it, and it's like literally my sister. She's a finicky eater. It's literally her favorite soup now, pickle soup. Um, so I'm thinking that if for some reason you can't get your fifty bucks, I know fifty <laughs> bucks is a lot to ask for some. It's soup, ten bucks a day for ten bucks a day, Jimmy. Hey, you could sponsor the Black and Abdallah show. That that you know, I I was gonna actually do something a little different. If you can't get the fifty bucks, mm-hmm. I will have. My wife will make the pickle soup. Ooh. I will bring you some pickle soup. It is fantastic. It is out of this world. You would love it. Well, if you like pickles, you'd love it. I do like pickles. Well, there you go. It's like pickle brine, so it's not like like she's very finicky of what what the broth is made of. It's got to be of this pickle brine that's not vinegary. Okay. I don't know. Sure. But then then you she takes these pickles from the Polish grocery store. And she uses a cheese shredder, oh. and she shreds all these pickles. Okay. And then on the side, she makes a, a chicken broth. So she boil a lot of chicken, and then she puts the chicken in, in there with it. Um, and she puts some sliced carrots, and I'm not too sure what else goes in there. Seasonings, I'm sure, but it is out of this world. It's really, really good. That sounds great. Thanks for the it's call, fantastic. Jimmy. fantastic. Well, hopefully, hopefully uh, you get your 50 bucks, but if you don't, I'll get you your pickle soup. Thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate that. I did just find this because I was <laughs> looking you, for Jimmy. places to get pickle soup. Yeah, they I got just any? found a place in Chicago where I can get alligator gumbo. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. How about that? That's not surprising. Seafood broth based with uh, soup with alligator crawfish. I think I can't. It's got Dewey sausage in is it. Is a gumbo a soup? Can't, or you, is, can't is you eat around yeah, the, the it's, sausage It's from there? a place called Soup. Okay, but do they have chili? Is chili a soup? Well, that's a different show, Kevin. I don't know if... Yeah, this, we don't need to do this. I also think cereal is a soup. It's a different so program. We're not going to get What program would that be? It's just a different day. It's a we different don't have episode the time. of Black Ham Doll. That we, we don't have the time. We've, we've, we've done we've that. Done a lot. This, we got a lot. We got good questions. We've done. Yeah, we don't night. have time for this. We've okay. got a lot of calls. We've done. We've done. It, we've got a lot of other craft content to get to before the end of the night. We got a song of the night that Chris hates. I don't hate it. We I think it's question. perfectly fine. I, I think it's a perfectly fine song. Joe on the South Side. You're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Joe. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, there's this. Uh, we're talking about soup, right? Yeah. Oh, pickles. Oh, pickles are terrible. Okay. Let's just start off with that. Sure. But um, there's this place on the south side, 88th in uh, commercial. Kind of far. It's uh, okay. Kukulas, but it's the original Kukulas. Okay. Not that fake Kukulas. There, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's a, a couple around, you know, but uh, uh, Sete Maris. It's a, a Seven Seas Seafood, Ooh. and it's just remarkable. All right. It's, uh, squid, uh, clams, shrimp. Um, Love shrooms. Yeah, just just, just the, the ocean, the ocean, the ocean, yeah, the, the ocean, the ocean, the ocean. But also, you're going to spend thirty bucks on it. So okay, well, got I, I, I got a fifty dollar budget. Take... It's got to last me five days, Joe. <laughs> well, guess what? You're going to have to get it to break it down. You're going to have to spend for it. Well, I know. That's why I usually. That's why I try to. Thank like, you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. That's why I try to get like a fast food restaurant soup. So then I can spend more on a better soup later. Justin in South Elgin, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Justin. Black Abdallah, I'm calling in to first and foremost say thank you to both of you for what you do and being on the radio show that helps everyday people escape realities and entertaining us with sports, movies, and music. And Black, I'm a little surprised in your reaction to Carl Weathers' passing. So I'm going to go back to a comment you made earlier. Yeah, And you both being in the sports world where Adonis Creed, the sports coach, the mentor, the man, Happy Gilmore's coach, mm-hmm. Chubbs, when yeah. he passes young, to not have an oh, wow reaction, I just find surprising because he is a fellow entertainer like you, Black. I think Carl Weathers passing early deserves an oh, wow moment. So, Abdallah, <laughs> Thank I'm you, on your side. Thank you, Jimmy. Black. I respect you, but I disagree. Carl Weathers deserves an oh wow moment. Justin, thank you. Thank you for the kind thoughts as well. We appreciate you, Justin. Thanks for always listening. My fault. There he is. There's Justin in South Belgium. Now it it's yes, it's notable. (laughs) Like I I don't want to be anti Carl Weathers. I feel Sylvester Stallone was awesome. Sylvester Stallone made a video for it, not just some not just some Twitter words. He was awesome. He was awesome. In Predator, in Happy Gilmore, in Rocky, Arrested Development, Action Jackson. He was awesome. You're ridiculous. No, man. Mm-mm. I just didn't have the oh my God response that Abdallah had. Yeah, you had an oh wow moment. I thought something was wrong. The way you said it, I you, thought something was wrong. Something was wrong. I thought the something world was serious. lost a hero. No, I thought world, something, something was wrong. Was wrong. The world lost a hero. You're oh wowing an 85 year old man retiring from his job. I didn't oh wow. Yes, I was you like, did. oh, that's, you went oh wow. It's news. 
I I didn't I did I thought something was wrong no. when you said that. Mm-mm. Jimmy in Oak Forest, you're on ESPN 1000. Hello, Jimmy. Hey guys, love the show. Thanks, man. Um, have you guys ever had stuffed pepper soup? Stuffed pepper soup. I don't know. So probably it's, not. It sounds good. Yeah, you guys. I've never had it. Right All right, stuffed pepper soup. Stuffed All right, pepper soup. All right, put put that on the list. Okay. All right, stuff. I've got, got pickle soup and stuffed Thanks, pepper Jimmy. soup. You know, we, uh, I was on vacation a couple weeks ago, and uh, we were in Cabo. Mm-hmm. Every single night, I had tortilla soup. I Every single soup. night, I made sure that was that was my first course. Every single night, I love tortilla soup. Dude, I'm telling you, Zoko, so good. Zoko, I'm telling you, it's the best soup I've ever had. I best love. soup I've ever had. Listen, I, it's really tough to screw up tortilla. It's the Rick Bayless man. Skip. Uh, juice on the northwest side. You're on ESPN 1000. Skip. Hey, gentlemen. Uh, you know, love the show. Always Thanks, man. Um, Adam, you know, last time we talked was about um, um, with, um, with, the, with soup and everything. So my thing is it takes two soups to tango. You can't have a soup without a dipping, right? Is without, like, crackers? bread or crackers. Bread? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is See, that's that, why I like, like tortilla you know, soup because you got the tortilla you chips right there. Sandwiches, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So what is your what is your cup of tea? So you, you can have a great soup, but you need a good partner to go along with it. I usually sprinkle crackers in or tortilla chips or tortilla strips or whatever throughout the soup. Because if you put them all in at once, they get soggy by the time you get to the end of the soup. So you got to space them out. You got to use a little bit in the beginning, then you eat those. You put a little bit in the middle, you eat those. Then you put a little bit at the end, you eat those. Totally, yeah. That's, I just want to make sure everyone knows that it takes two soups to tango. I love it. I love it. Juice. Thank you, Juice. Thank you for the phone call. We appreciate it. The other night, I was having some chicken noodle soup, and I took a slice of sourdough bread. Ugh, you know the end perfect. where it's really tough and perfect. chewy and oh, hard? Yeah. yeah. So I cut off the end, and I cut it into little cubes and just threw the, the sourdough right into the soup. Perfect. Oh, that's so good. Song of the night. Good question. And your phone call is coming up next. Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Thank you to Kevin Zipak and Sean Graney for producing tonight's show of Black and Abdallah. We'll return Monday night, 630, 630 to 8, right here on ESPN 1000. We'll also be with Carmen and Yurko from 12 to 3 right here on ESPN 1000. We like to end each week with our favorite segment. It's called Good Questions, It's where we score the host here at ESPN 1000. If you ask a question to a guest on the phone and the guest says good or great question, you score a point. In the year 2024, what does our leaderboard look like this week? Tom Waddle has five and Sylvie and Jonathan Hood both have three. Let's get to a good question. You want me to let me finish talking? You ask me a question, I'm going to answer it. Don't interrupt me, okay? What's your record for consecutive questions asked? 38. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? How could you ask me a question like that? I'm on Burgundy. Who typed a question mark on the teleprompter? 
This week's edition of Good Question. No, Tommy, one thing we've talked oh, about regarding the, the NFC North is is that Detroit, yes, they fell short of their goal trying to get to the Super Bowl, but that looks sustainable, especially yep. now that Ben Johnson looks like he's going to return his OC, so at least that's stabilized. Green Bay has been the hammer and the Bears have been the nail for quite some time. So which team do you think has the brighter future between the two that the Bears should be wary of? I would go with Green Bay because I think that you've got a younger look. This I think it's a great question. Before we let you go, Sorry. are the Bulls going to do anything before the trade deadline? That's a great question. Has the evaluation of that position different now Man. because you get success in all sizes, or are they still looking for the the, the big guy that can be bigger Ooh. than everybody? Yeah, that's a great question. Do you do a board? Uh, do you do a top whatever? Do you do a top 100? And if so, who's number one on it at the moment? Yeah, that's a good question. All right. There you go. Good week of good questions. Fantastic. All right. So uh, Tom Waddle in the lead. Sylvie's up there. And Jonathan Hood. Uh, Sylvie and Jonathan Hood both scored yeah. this week. Yeah. We've got uh, so that's five to, and then they both have four now. Fantastic. Waddle's uh, still in the lead. Absolutely. Quickly, uh, Joey G, Melrose Park. You're on ESPN 1000. We have a minute left before uh, the song of the night. What's up, Joey G? They saw great soup in prison. Oh, okay. Well, okay. all right. Yeah, mattress bisque. <laughs> Is that all I you have for you, us? I want to thank you two gentlemen for making me hit the Friday folder today. Mm. I heard that. I heard it. And I didn't have my attorney present. Mm. <laughs> and now they got a beef with Joey G. I, I heard that. There's a beef. What's the beef? A, a beef. You tell me. I don't know. I don't, I'll tune in to Captain J. Hood to hear more. That That's don't the key. Don't make me come over there. <laughs> I'm not on that show. I don't know. Thank you, Joey. Have a great weekend. We have to get to the song of the night. See you, Joey. Bye, Joey. There he is. He's there's a beef with Captain J. Okay. Time for the song of the night. I wanna rock. Hey, turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for what dial? There's there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an experiment. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's song of the night. Yo, later. Tonight's song, MC5. Pick out the jams, 1969, song of the night. Sad news today, Wayne Kramer, guitarist, passed away at age 75. Yeah, he did, and it's one of the most influential bands. You wouldn't have the Ramones, you wouldn't have the Sex Pistols, you wouldn't have uh, the White Stripes. They were from uh, Michigan, they were from Detroit. 
Uh, so Midwest rock band. They were um, one of the most abrasive bands of that time. We had to edit out the beginning of the song because oh. there's some bad words. They were kicked off uh, out of a department store. Was Because this is back when department stores had records and stuff. Sure. They weren't being sold in a department store, so they told them to F off in an ad. Like, they were... They had attitude. Yeah, they rock were like a rock band, like before rock bands were like edgy and stuff like that they started that the the riffs were heavy the energy as you can tell this is a live version this is the only version is our live and they just were nuts they were awesome awesome so we give a tip of the cap to wayne kramer passed away guitarist from nc5 rage against the machine covered this uh this song on their album renegades you might have heard it there oh yeah yeah that's a good point yeah i have heard that so they were a huge influence, and he's a great, great, extremely influential guitarist. MC5, kick out the jams from 1969. It's your song of the night. Turn up the volume and don't touch that dial because it's time for... What dial? There's there's no dial on my phone. Yeah, it's just an... Ah, never mind. Crank the volume because it's time for Black and Abdallah's Song of the Night. Yo, later. So tune in next week to find out if Adam Abdallah has secured $50 for soup. We don't want to go anywhere. I don't need a hotel room. (laughs) I don't need transportation. I'm not asking for anything. I just want 50 bucks for some soup, Danny. Talk to you Monday. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports.